Justin, how the hell are you, dude? Oh, I'm good, man. I'm actually kind of excited about tomorrow going. Um, I was going to say, you guys all packed up, ready to go? We are. I don't know if you've purchased anything from Amazon Basics lately. We got one of those duffel bags. Have you seen these things? Uh, no. Huh. <laughs> okay. So I had both kids fit in it. It's enormous. Oh I bought it I bought it as a replacement for, like, when I go traveling, I usually take a backpack and, and some kind of, like, rolly suitcase. But sometimes I like to have a, a duffel bag just because it feels easier to walk around with. So you know that that it's the kind that you would take to soccer practice or something it's not enormous i guess those are kind of big but it's the it's the normal sized one where you could fit probably like three or four days worth of clothes and it's got pockets on either end that's exactly what i thought i was getting with this one and then i open it up and it unfolded and unfolded again and then unfolded again so Lindsay and i have put both our five days worth of wardrobes in this and it's so big (laughs) that's yeah we're gonna throw it on top of the car tomorrow oh that's the that's the family truckster style oh yeah with Aunt, yeah, baby. Aunt uh, Edna. <laughs> yeah. Whenever whenever uh, the kids get mad at each other and they and they start bickering, and uh, Shirley goes like, Dad, he hit me. I'll go, I always think in my head when the dog bites Russ, and I, and I hear him say, bite him back, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> I got to become more familiar with those films. Uh, yeah, I watched them quite a, quite a bit growing up, to the point where I can remember specific little lines. You know, the, the ones that just are insignificant. Yeah, I don't remember it like that. Oh, man. Um, but you know what? School. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jimmy Pot. <laughs> oh, yeah. You couldn't go straight. You couldn't oh, go man. directly with school. It's too easy. Yeah. You can't. I knew I was going to come with that pun. I didn't know how I would roll I was under, it. I was wondering. I, okay, so I, I, had, uh, I had thought that you had that pun lined up i was just wondering which one of us was going to get to it first and you just <laughs> went right to it <laughs> ah why not it's cool it's cool it's cool um so yeah uh this is another track off of the static prevails demos uh and i mentioned it because um when we did seasonal a couple weeks ago uh futures passed on uh the discord was like, oh, man, this the, uh, this and, and school are such great songs. And I was like, well, sure, maybe I don't remember school off the top of my head. But did we mention school on that episode? And actually, I doing the research this week, we probably did uh, really quickly in passing. Um, but I just didn't put together that school was on the Static Prevails demo and only there. for. I, I thought it was like a one, two, three, four or a or an earlier track. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I, I'd just forgotten. I mean, obviously, I forgot. I'd forgotten it was a, a song at all. Well, didn't didn't so, sound when you when you had mentioned school, didn't sound like a Jimmy World track name to begin with. That uh-huh. threw me off, and then also the fact that Tom sings on this one also threw me off. Yes. I don't know why I was expecting Jim. Yes. I think it's just habit, right? I, I mean, you're that's yeah. your yeah, that's your knee jerk reaction. Oh yeah, or your expectation. So that was another surprise and a pleasant surprise. It's not like it's a bad. Uh, it, it's you know no not at this all. is a great track now I, I you know I don't have a ton of information on this I don't know do you want to play through it maybe and shit yeah let's okay do it. here I got this queued up or you can do a watch together and go through uh, Steve's rare music if you'd like oh yeah you know what? let's give Steve a, a stream yeah. um, hit me with me that watch, watch together watch together yeah there are a uh, couple of spots I did want to pinpoint. And uh, so I, I bring it up in iTunes just because it's easier to scrub these tracks that aren't 
you know, on yeah. Spotify or any other major uh, audio player. Yes. So I do have it as a backup. I've got it set up there, but I think you and I can listen to it together in, in, in its glorious uh, full quality, which is still, I mean, both versions that I found in the drive, the one I found online, they all have a lot of, they've been kind of torn down. They sound really, got a lot of sibilance. Yes. Sibilance, yes. yes. <laughs> a lot of that on the hi-hat. And I, I guess I didn't listen to the one on Drive. The one on YouTube had it cut out, but mine has about six seconds yeah. of silence before Both of those do. Out. Okay. And I was listening with headphones because there was a part in the beginning that uh, when we listened to it, I want to get your input on this because I'm going to have to 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 infect your brain with what I heard. And then the listeners, too, what uh-huh. they think. I swore that the beginning was 3-4 time. And I th- I'm oh, trying okay. to figure out what it was. And it wasn't until I put on headphones and listened very closely that I heard it's actually, uh, it's just, it's one chord, but they're doing like a, like an augmented where it goes like, but I swear I heard it was three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Yeah. So I couldn't unhear it until I listened with really clear headphones. All right, here we go. I like the, I like the fact that, that Steven put this in green, you know, for the, the B side. Here we go. this part
Ah, so good. So, a few things that I want to that that are different. First thing is, how often does Jimmy World fade out a song? Oh, uh, yeah. I guess we should have that stat, and I don't, but not often. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's not like very this often, right? And all the way stay. Oh, what was that? Oh, all the way stay doesn't actually do it, but they were going to. Yeah. Um, this one definitely. the 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 entire last minute is that group singing. Yes. Wait. Oh, it's so good. The other thing that I wanted to that I wanted to make note of is, do you hear the saxophone in there? What? No. Yeah. Yes. Is Tom? Is Tom doing Dude, sax da- in this? Tom has got to be doing sax. Okay. So, um, let me here. I, I've got this queued up here. I this isn't the best tool. This is that. Uh, it's one of those. It's like the Spleeter web version. So it's not the best tool, but you can kind of hear it clearer sure. in this. So here we go. You hear it going, hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like I heard it in like the last third of that part. Okay. Yeah. Well, if I play it in this, it's maybe it's a little clearer. Uh, you have to pull it back to about 155 ish. Let's see. And you can kind of hear it here. Uh, how apropos. <laughs> Yeah. Right? I almost thought it was somebody singing like a flat right. harmony, but like they're not really doing harmonies at this point in their career. No, no. And yeah, and it the more I listened to it, the more it sounded like and I was trying to figure it sounds like the boss. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. This is this is very bossy. Yeah. I also had. Uh, let's see. I also thought of this, too. It, I think it's a baritone. <laughs> you know, the. <laughs> Yeah. It's this one right here. Okay, now I know what I'm going to rave yeah. DJ. <laughs> I was going yeah. back, talking about school, I was going back to my, uh, in middle school, yeah, I've, I was a flautist, really into uh, oh. J- Jethro Tull, Ian Anderson, so uh, I wanted to follow in his footsteps and learn how to play the flute, but I had, a, you know, you, you make so many friends in 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 concert band and uh i guess it was just i did i wasn't in marching band but i was in concert band and i was trying to think of all the different saxophones because they were right behind us all the woodwinds i had all the clarinets oboes to my right and then all the other woodwinds and the and the brass was behind us but i was trying to think there's the we had one alto saxist saxophonist then we had a bunch a bunch of um no, I'm sorry. It was a bunch of altos, and then a, a couple of tenors, and then one bass sax, uh, baritone saxophone player. Uh-huh. So I think it was the tenor. I think it's the one right in the middle. It's that one that played the melody, the Pink Panther melody there. Uh-huh. Yeah, that one's a little bit cooler to walk yeah. around with too. I can't imagine Tom walking around with uh, with the baritone sax. It's, you know, that's the one with the big, the curly thing, and you got to kind of set it on the ground to play it. Yeah. Can't imagine. I guess we should do a little bit of a reset here. In turn, that, that's what the <laughs> they call on the broadcast. Uh, game um, it, for people that haven't listened to the show in the past but the song All the Way Stay uh, off of Surviving prominently features the saxophone in doing the research for that 
we saw Butch Vig did an interview with MTV, said that Tom had a sax solo on the upcoming album, which did not materialize. So we have this running theory that Tom plays saxophone and us hearing saxophone in this song is what's leading us to, to guess that this is, um, uh, this is Tom on sax. And now I'm realizing that this is the song school off of the static prevails demos and that nobody's probably tuning into this. That hasn't heard, heard of all it. of the episodes, right? <laughs> this is not one that people are tuning into. So, um, so anyway, I, I, I thought it, I thought Good. it, I'm glad you, yeah, doing and, a bit of a research. And we, yeah. you know, in, in this, in the research that you and I did in the very beginning of this kind of even on Facebook, what with, with family members, we did come to find that, that uh, Tom's entire family, they're all multi-instrumentalists, big musical family. Right. So, and, uh, you know, while it's... We thought in Caveman we could hear Tom's mom playing, yeah, uh, the, playing accordion the accordion at the very end of it. Yeah. Yeah, because there's pictures of her with an accordion. I can only assume. It, it's either her or maybe Tom does play that too. I don't know. Yeah. So um, uh, multi-instrumentalist Tom, I feel like he's coming in for the last minute with that saxophone just playing. And I, I can't imagine that it's difficult yeah. to play four notes. You just got to... You know, remember yeah. the four combinations, and that's it. So that's a yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Mm-hmm. Only a real uh, concert band head would have been able to pick that out by ear. I think my ears are always um, listening, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, that is a cool song, man. And this one, uh, compared to, I was gonna say unseasonal. <laughs> Seasonal is right. much easier to uh to figure out the lyrics for this one right and and absolutely much clearer and they had uh luckily they had the list this listed on song meanings not a lot of commentary on it correct not on genius though no they didn't so i took it and i i redid a couple of the i redid a couple of the lines i formatted it properly uh Oh, good. Yeah, I, I thought it was strangely formatted. I didn't do any of that, so I'm yeah, glad you so did. There were... One thing I noticed, though, reading through it this time is that this is one of those non-rhyming songs. Yeah. Tom loves not rhyming stuff. He's, he's like, I'm not going to conform to your rhyming schemes. No. And it rocks. I mean, it, it, yeah, it rocks. The, the way that they formulated it, and I like how Jimmy World does this sometimes, is that they don't give you any chance to kind of settle in. You know, the beginning starts with that, uh, with the acoustic guitar, Really, I mean, just a straight acoustic right. guitar that dee 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 dee, and then it brings in the next bar is a, an electric guitar, or maybe no, it's the drums. Yeah. Then it's the electric guitar, and they don't let you settle in on any any kind of one long s- sound for too long. It's they just dive into these. Yeah. Like, bring in, bring in the next instrument. Bring in the next instrument. Yeah, and I'll bet this is a song the band does not think about, but the bones of what the band will do later in their career. Yeah. Absolutely exists in this song. <laughs> it's very raw. And I think I don't have the the yeah. comment up. If you look at the top of the Steve's Rare Music one, it, it, Futures Past, you know, has has also yes. commented on. And that. I did have that. I, I uh, let me pull that up because I did right. have the things set to the side to look at the. Uh, yeah, at the and I just wanted to comment that I, I I agree that this I feel like this this would be this is deserving of a re recording. Or just for them to to try and play it now as a band, even if they tried it one or two, right. you know, like let's just say we'll just we'll just give it a couple of tries, just with what they have the, the sound that they have now. It this is I mean it's a really good well uh, it's a well written song musically, and then the lyrics it's it's a Tom song. Yes, it, it, I, I might be a little uh, tainted by seventeen, but I feel like Tom has a 
if if, if he in fact wrote this, Tom has a, 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 the ability to write songs that sound like they could fit into movies in one way or another. Yeah. And I don't know what it was about this one, if it was the introduction, but it just sounds like the like the, the early scenes in a movie, you know, we've, we've talked about this before, where there there's a lot of um, jib work, a lot of panning out, just setting the scene. <laughs> yeah, 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 guys, yeah. Lots of establishing yeah, exactly. shots, setting up the world. Uh-huh. Guy yeah. walking into, like, let's say, into class for the first time or on school grounds, and I could just imagine this song playing. Maybe he's got it on his headset, and as he takes off his headphones, it just cuts down to, you know, like a, a tenth of the volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just felt like this had that, it had that feeling to it but that's also me coming from listening to tom do seven and seeing it in uh never been kissed so right and it makes you wonder like i wonder if this didn't stay on the record because they had this in 17 and they're like let's just yeah yeah do one exactly like- maybe they thought these there's too many of these songs that are alike and let's right. just stick with 17 that one seems good and then luckily drew barrymore picked it up <laughs> right yeah. oh my gosh i will or this could have been in I was going to say, like, imagine they didn't do 17 and they did this instead. Um, yeah. But maybe she still would have heard this song because that, that outro is undeniable. It's so good. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And what's funny is I feel like lots of, like, pop punk and emo bands did that sound. Like, it was very Taking Back Sunday to me. And this song was never actually released. So it was kind of prescient. Yeah. Um. Wow. Yeah, I, I put in when I uh, fixed the lyrics at the bottom. We've done this before with other... I don't know if it's a Tom song or if it's a Jim and Tom song where they do the same thing. It's just they take two choruses and then they put them together. I want to say it was one of their earlier albums, maybe Bleed American mm-hmm. or Futures, but they it was that it wasn't really call and response, but they were singing almost at the same time and you you can't put them uh, lying one on top of the other. So I just put them yeah, you know, in parentheses to the right of it. So lift me up so I can see you make me go to school. But it is a cool outro. Um, I know what song it is. Uh, let me see. It's Call It In The Air does something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's a, And it's a nice Which effect. is also on this record. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this had too it's many. It's when they do. This was like the. This was the like starlight the starlight. Or the suit. Starbright. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Totally. You're right. Right. It, it can't depend on honest answers from dependent. Yeah. Say the words and I sign off. Say the words and I sign off. I'm so glad so we go through the, that these early the... tracks because it makes me, it, it makes, well, and people who get to hear these songs realize what type of transformation the band has gone through over the last, you know, 30 years. You know, I was listening to, yeah, uh, I, I don't know what, what it was, but I was just in the mood to listen to Surviving. The first two tracks on that album are just so hard hitting. And yeah. I had like a 10 minute drive home. So I thought I can get those two songs in. But just those, those, han- those hammer taps oh, on the yes so listening to those two tracks and how just polished they are there's so much uh yeah so much uh knowledge and experience behind those the whole album but just behind those frets oh dude yeah, yeah. and then you're just hearing this and just how this this is a big building block of them as a band and you can tell that they have and this is this is what capitol records saw was they have the the ability they have that uh, uh, the promise of being yeah a solid band and, and luckily it, it all turned out in their favor and and this was also recorded Mind's Eye Digital right so Larry L yeah was doing his thing yeah. L yeah. yeah always give me can I get an L yeah 
And I have down a track six of 11. The other, I, I like this one. The other uh, listing here from Ceilings and Floors, you know, we looked at that one when we listened to uh, Untitled Seasonal, but they have it listed. Um, they have all of the songs, the Static Prevails demos listed in one, in, in just one video with each one of the songs marked oh, off. Oh, yes. So yes, you can yes, see uh-huh. the three tracks. There's Untitled Seasonal with an asterisk that was unreleased. Uh, Call It In The Air, uh, School, and they also have which tracks were released with on splits, Christy Front Drive, Emery, J. June. I just like how that has it has it all there, easily accessible. Yeah. So I can go back to that. Yeah, this one sits right in the middle. I will say, right. Um, I did I this was also not on Toonbat, but I found getsongbpm.com and I downloaded, I uploaded the MP3 to this site. And what was interesting was that it says school by Jimmy world MP3. And it says, but that says the metadata of the MP3 had the song ugly kid, which is an early demo Jimmy world song, but a very different song. Uh, I even put on ugly kid to see like, are they like, was ugly kid, like a spiritual, like pre like proto school. And it's a very, very different song. Um, but all that is to say, get song said that this has a BPM of 96. Okay. <laughs> That's odd that it pulled that though, that information. It is. And then I opened the MP3 and uh in VLC, and sure enough, the metadata of the track, somewhere written in the metadata is Ugly Kid. So I'm assuming uh that Steve's rare music, because I downloaded his YouTube video, um mm-hmm. somehow the metadata on his end had Ugly Kid attributed to it. So What's nice is Steven Brand has been right. uh, in the listener core. So Steven, check the metadata on this uh, on this track and let us know forty four J E Pod if uh, somehow the Ugly Kid track name is in the metadata of the original track you uploaded. And I don't know which one of the two that you know, we've got a couple of people that contributed um, in in the drive. So I don't I don't remember which track which MP three I downloaded for iTunes, but looking at the info here, it does oh, say yeah. school in there. So it looks like the metadata for this one. Maybe I grabbed the wrong. Well, and the MP3 that downloaded, although the MP3 is titled after the YouTube video where I downloaded it from. Okay. But it's so weird. Like Ugly Kid, it, it's not like it's not like it tagged it with something that's not even a Jimmy Eat World song and could easily be a song title of somebody else. It very much Ugly Kid is very specific. Right. I wonder if it's any uh, yeah. if it's any um, coincidence that this is also a duration of three fourteen. Pi is something that oh. you learn in school, isn't it? <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> that is true. The area of a circle. There you go. And maybe you felt like you were an ugly kid in school. I was. I was trying to call, <laughs> trying to call on that math. You know, because our kids aren't <laughs> yeah. into it yet. But we were talking about it and. I couldn't remember. I knew that Pi was Pi was involved in finding the area of a circle, but I couldn't figure out how. I thought it was like Pi times it's Pi times the diameter, right? And Lindsay goes, No, it's it's Pi R squared. <laughs> oh. oh, there it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I only learned that in elementary. Uh, yeah, Pi is like 
Pi to me is the math equivalent of like you taking your hand and measuring things between your thumb and your uh, middle finger and then walking into another room and saying, yeah, it's just about like this. That's why pi is such an infinite number, because it's like very much an approximation to get that that uh, like it's not like a hard, fast rule. It's very much an approximated number. And I could only do mm, I want to say three point one four one five nine. Nope, that's more than I got. Yeah, man, I don't remember. Here's what you do: Google it. Yeah, uh, copy the number, paste it into uh, Robo uh, speech, uh, text to speech, and then we'll record the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay, I was right. So one four one five nine. Yeah, maybe two two. Uh, you know, every every ten years of my life, I lose a digit. So um, uh, there you go. In, in my forties, I'm just going to be just one four one five. And I'll be okay with that. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we, do you want to go through the lyrics here since we have them? Sure, yeah. Okay. All right. So, nothing on, yeah, as, as you were saying, nothing on Genius. This was all, uh, luckily, I'd say it was like 95% complete, aside from the punctuation on song meaning. So, I grabbed it from there. And I have, an, I ha- I have a feeling that people know where we're going with the lyrics in this one. Tom doesn't really stray too far from, uh, you know, being like obscure, really deep. So he starts yeah. off with, seems like my eyes are playing tricks on me once again, uh, but I had to find out it's real. I think I think the scene here starts with that somebody staring at the clock, and it's it's that quintessential scene of, you know, waiting those last few minutes as you're watching the second hand just go down and waiting for it to be like 2.48 p.m. And it's the <laughs> sure, worst yeah. when it's on a Friday, too. Like the Friday, you've been here five days there's six eight hours however long it is and now you're down to these last couple of minutes that's what i'm gathering from this it seems like my eyes are playing tricks on me once again like just like the day will never end the day at uh, at school but i had to find out uh, it's real so he's not dreaming he's actually sitting sitting in his chair in school yeah (laughs) and it's kind of neat here so they go can't you tell the truth cuz uh, song meanings had the truth has dropped the truth. It didn't. Yeah. Right. Which is, I couldn't but even you hear fixed that. It. Yeah. It's, Can't you yeah, tell the truth? Weird. And because they will, they will. It's nice how they do that. It's it's a nice transition from the verse into the chorus. You don't even really know when you're right. in the chorus. Until like the music drops. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then you realize, okay. So I think it's just, I, can't you tell the truth? Because... They will, they will make me go to school. Who do you think it is that are speaking right, in regards to with they? Which is a clever way to end a line and begin a next line, but also have a repeating section of a yeah. song. So they will, they will. Who's they? Parents? Yeah, David. You know what, man? Oh. Some things, <laughs> some things just never change, dude. We're getting flagged, baby. <laughs> You know, parents are the same no matter time nor place. They don't understand that as kids are going to make some mistakes. So to you, all the kids all across the land, there's no need to argue. Parents just don't understand. Oh, hell yeah. Do I have a, do I have a new uh, promising career? <laughs> hell yeah, man. I mean, it's been a long time since I heard that song. So I was like, oh, man, this sounds really good. I was like, And then I was like, wow, it sounds like Justin. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. So I, I figured I figured Tom was just talking. That about was so parents, tight. Man. I'm so glad you did that. <laughs> <laughs> you're oh, welcome. Man. You're welcome. Ah, I feel good. 
that was good man yeah so now i wonder if that if that instrumental that you had uh does it match the bpm of the original song is that the original so it's on a channel called dj jazzy jeff and the fresh prince topic uh i don't know if that's like a <laughs> topic i think I, that's yeah a, is that a fan it it sounds like it the actual song is it's the same it sounds the same but just not as clear so i imagine the the upload yeah. is just so, a, tr- a trashier version of that now what I want to do is deep fake you into that video. <laughs> so I had those and, same bed sheets. Uh, time it out. If you look at it, here, let me do this. I'm going to put this and you can listen to the intro here. I'm going to show you these bed sheets yeah, yeah. that I had here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Huey, Dewey, and Louie flying Dumbo. Yeah, man. I might have had those too. You know, parents all the same, no matter time, no place. They don't understand that us kids are going to make some mistakes. So to you other kids all across the land, there's no need to argue. Parents just don't understand. Man, I love everything about this. <laughs> yeah, so deep fake me onto Will Smith's face. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> uh, so back to the, the track. Uh, they will, they will make me go to school. This is an unfortunate situation that we've been that every every kid gets placed into, and the parents make him or her go to school. Um, yeah. But this is what's odd is while my the, the second half of the chorus is while my friends are all at home, I cannot make my way. A reason can't be made. Um, I got a couple of questions. Why why are the friends all at home? Yeah, I know, right? Like, it, why would he have to go to school a day that all his friends are staying at home unless they were all gonna like pretend they were sick so they could all play like world track me at home <laughs> on their nes um right. and and his parents weren't buying it well and then that goes on that that uh that makes this this lat the last couple of lines in the chorus make more sense um i cannot make my way a reason can't be made bummed and won't be able to lie his way out of it i cannot make my way i can't find a way out of this um a reason yeah 346 of them uh a reason can't be made <laughs> Right to let his uh, and uh, I think can't a reason can't be made is just like the parents aren't going to give in. I can't make them give in, so I can't forge a reason. Sorry, guys. So maybe that's what it is. He just he feels like he just, is just in a really tough spot. Either his parents are too too hard on him, or he just can't think of a good enough lie, <laughs> right, to stay home. So all of his friends are at home playing. Yes, they're NES, right. Um, I cannot make my way. A reason can't be made. And then we go into uh, verse two. Uh, they the no invitations. It's plural, even though song meanings oh. had it singular. So no invitations to the party on Friday night. So it sounds like there's maybe there's a lot of parties on this Friday. It's a it's a happening Friday. Not like no invitation to the party, but just no invitations to the party, like that general party. Yeah. Right. So no invitations to the party on Friday night, but I cannot go go. Uh, so, yeah, he can't go. I, You know, one thing I was thinking about when with parties and things is there's one thing I I'm glad I went to once or twice, but I really don't miss house parties. Yeah. What do you think about house parties, I, man? I I didn't go to any until the summer after high school. And I had a blast, but that it was like there was no consequence at that point. Like I wasn't gonna have to go see anybody at school anymore after that. I wasn't. I didn't have to be anywhere. I did. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I could just stay out. I could just stay over at friends' houses. I was old enough that my parents didn't mind if I was out. I had a cell phone. I had a car. 
So like, it was kind of like the best experience for me. The closest thing was <laughs> we had, and tell me you did this, the kickbacks. And that was not quite a party, usually turned into a party, but a kickback was different because the only kickbacks I ever went to were at my friend's house on my block. And it was like a close enough friend that you were like the one of a few people that were allowed in his room. <laughs> so you would just hang out in his room playing PlayStation or something. And then you'd come out and there's like a zillion people there <laughs> and you just be like, what's up? Like, I just came to get some of the drink. All right, I'm going back in the room. We're hanging out. <laughs> and, uh, and so that was like kind of cool. And you would kind of hear about shit going down, but like people would usually clear out and then you'd still be there. So like, I don't know, like, I guess kickbacks were okay, but again, that was like my senior year of high school. So, um, yeah. So the yeah, my, outside of that, my direct, my close, close, close friends, we never did anything like that. We were the ones that would not crash, but we would hear that something was going on, and we'd stop by. And it wasn't ever really our scene, so we would end up going back. But I, I do recall afterward when I was working, there was a lot of like Applebee's after work kickbacks, and those <laughs> would yeah. So you'd end up somebody. Um, I remember Caleb was the one that would go get, he would get a full um, keg and then bring that. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I've been to one party with a keg. <laughs> that's when you knew that other people were going to be showing up and then they would invite their friends, you know, so it'd be more than just the group of workers there, but that's how it started. It seemed like, Hey, let's just, let's just hang out at one of our houses and we'll all, you know, just have a, have a good time, just us. And then, yeah, you come out of like one of the bedrooms or something, and there's like thirty people spilling out into the backyard. And it's, <laughs> hey, man, where's yeah. the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's the it's the opening to the sweater song. <laughs> it's yeah, very much right. like that. Hey, man, how you doing, man? Hey, man, <laughs> life's so rad. <laughs> life's so rad. <laughs> Yeah, so no invitations to the party on Friday night, uh, but I cannot go, go, because I made. So is he like saying like, oh, I wasn't invited, and then somebody's like in his mind going, oh, you want to go to the party? He's like, no, I actually I can't go. Maybe he feels like, ashamed like, because he couldn't. He, exactly, yeah. He just seems out of, he's just not, he's not with it. I don't know if it's, be, again, because his parents are the ones that are that are harsh and is mellow, or if it's yeah, um, if it's well, they're good Mormon yeah. boys. Don't forget, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm sure that they they there are some strict ones. And then the second half of verse two is because I'm made made to be asleep. I think made. You know, isn't there a way of saying like hey, he made me? Uh, it's kind of like when you're figured oh, out. Oh yeah, right. Like the John Favreau, uh, uh, what's it? Vince Vaughn uh, follow up to uh, Swingers made oh yeah see i haven't even seen swingers in the last 10 15 years that was a young john favreau right (laughs) yes sir yeah so that's what i'm thinking they're saying there Uh, is because i'm made uh and then made to be asleep maybe he's um i you know i'm supposed to be i i've been been forced to lay down in my bed that's what i'm doing on this friday night yeah, that is an interesting lyric. I, I feel like he's like covering up like he's not part of the cool crowd and uh, they're all having a party without him. And then somebody's like, oh, hey, man, we're going to this party. And he's like, oh, I wasn't even invited. And they're like, oh, no, you should just come with us. And he's like, oh, I, I no, I can't go. And he's ashamed and he's just goes home and goes to bed. Yeah, which I get. I mean, I've been I've been in situations where I didn't really want to see anybody. And what are you going to do? I mean, I, I did have a TV in my room, so I would watch, you know, Beavis and Butthead or something on after t- yeah. after 10 p.m. But 
kind of like you listen to Love Line and then you just kind of go to sleep. I don't want to be. I don't. Yeah, wanna, the best ritual. Just want to just want to start fresh tomorrow. I'll do the lawn in the morning, mom, and <laughs> back yep. to back to normal life. Yeah, I I, I do remember go that I was I was very uh, in high school. I was trying to please, not trying to please, but I was trying to be something I think I wasn't. And sure, yeah, who wasn't? Who, yeah, who, and, who and knew who they were? In high I school. knew better, but you you also, I, you know, I just wanted to try something new. So started hanging out and like yeah. being interested in girls and and things like hanging out with them too long and then getting, you know, my parents said, well, you came in at 11, you know, your curfew's 10. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I think that's all just part of growing up. And, and uh, <laughs> look at us now, man. Look at how responsible we are. Right. Ain't it yeah, true? It is. And now we're they. So then we, we have the chorus they. and we hit this. So that we, we are they. We are they. So that's they so will, true. they will. Yeah. The chorus again, <laughs> we will make our children go to school uh and then we got it just kind of shoehorns this bridge in there which i love yeah it's i mean it fits it's a different i don't know the trap the drums go into like the four on the yeah, floor blah, like blah, the, blah 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 right all the way to the end yeah so yeah we're zach's killing it we're already at the bridge is a minute and a half in so we're halfway through the song so not only does it go uh you know four on the floor but then they also 30 seconds later they bring in the group let's say you know come on jim come on rick or you know uh, let's all do this. So uh, the yeah. bridge is lift me up so I can see you drop me off at my old house. And I just think lift me up is either figuratively make me feel better so I can see you or right. it could lift. That's interesting. Lift me up is a kind of like pick me up, right? Like give me, give me a lift. Right. I think it could be either. And it's fine. It's just this person wants to be with those other people. Yeah. Or what if it's this lift me up so I can see you drop me off at my old house. Like like one of those, like, let's put two uh-huh. lines overlapping on two, you know what I mean? Like, put the break in an awkward part, but let it continue. So maybe he's peeking over the fence at this party, and then he gets seen, and he's like, oh, drop me off at my old house. But why would you get dropped off at your old house? Why wouldn't you get dropped off where you actually live? Right. And I think that the old house is a reference to the way things may have been or the way things used to oh, be. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe when his parents weren't as strict, uh, I don't know. But it just seems like my old house, or maybe that's where they used to party as a group, and now they've moved on without him, and he's been left alone. Mm-hmm. And that's like, I want to go back to my old house. I want to go back to. Or is this person such a bad friend that he's taking Tom home in the middle of the night, and he has no idea that Tom moved, and he drops him <laughs> off at his old place? And Tom, again, ashamed, is too ashamed to tell him that the guy, tell the guy so or gal. So under his that breath. He dropped off he, at the wrong place. He's muttering, drop, yeah. drop me off at my old house. Can't believe you forget that I moved. That <laughs> yeah, guy. or kicking rocks yeah, after exactly. after he gets dropped there off. Yeah. Kicking rocks. <laughs> yeah, that's what it could be. So it could be, it could be an awkward pause of lift me up so I can see. You drop me off at my old house. Or it could just be one long run on sentence. Lift me up so I can see you drop me off at my old house. Oh. Right? Yeah. Lift me up so I can see you drop me off at my old house. Maybe like just come by so I can feel feel alive again. I can feel young again where I'm partying and not sitting here, you know, playing my Game Boy. Oh yeah. We used to be friends when I lived over here. And so I need my spirits lifted so I can see that in my mind's eye again mm-hmm. yeah. yeah this all sounds just very very high school to me 
Totally. So much of this just seems just trying to be something else. Uh, the fact that you're being sidelined by your parents when you're trying to be cool. Yeah. Yeah, a lot about it. <sighs> Anything else about the lyrics? No. That stick out to no, you? No, no. Just that cool sax and then the little outro. That's it. So I pulled up a couple things. Sorry, I'm looking at the weird. <laughs> There's a random thing on Twitter. I didn't understand it uh, in the trending. It says Matt, Mark Ruffalo to play Ryan Reynolds' dad in The Adam Project. And there was just so many weird non sequiturs in that sentence to me that I didn't understand how it fit all together. <laughs> so because I'm on Twitter, I searched for the term school in Jimmy Eat World's entire tweet history. So I thought we would go over what they had discussed. And I'll go from... Uh, least discussed to uh, I guess it's sorted by top so I'll go all the way to the bottom and we'll work our way up to the most popular tweet about I guess school school <laughs> yeah so January 3rd 2012 Jimmy Eat World tweets at the DP show or at DP show which I don't know what that is Dan Patrick show he's a sports guy right yeah oh yeah sports guy Jimmy Eat World says started playing in high school in our parents garage in 93 Still playing today. Talk shit all you want, but we still love Dan Patrick show. So I'm assuming Dan Patrick slighted Jimmy Eat World in some way in January of 2012. Um, who knows why? Right. I guess I got to look that up. Dan Patrick, Jimmy Eat World. Dan I thought you were going to say you clicked you clicked the, ref, the referring tweet and it was uh, taken down. <laughs> No, they they did the dot at DP show. Oh, okay. So like that was them initiating the conversation and putting the dot so that way everybody could see that um that they were calling him out on something. But no, alas, nothing nothing hit the the main headlines uh that much. So my assumption is Zach who probably mostly has the holds the reins to the Jimmy World Twitter account was listening to Dan Patrick on the radio. And he mentioned Jimmy Eat World, so he had to get on there from his platform and, and shout, uh, which I, I 100 uh, percent back. So there's another tweet, June 10th, 2011. Jimmy Eat World's headquarters was invaded today by a bunch of awesome kids. School of Rock was in session. And it looks like it's a twit pick picture. Uh, a ton of kids. What's funny is this image says it's from 2011 it looks like it was taken in like 1996 with the quality of the photo <laughs> um but it, you know uh, school of rock is a uh franchise of music schools um that exists all throughout the country and it's a it seems to be a great place for kids to go take music classes um i've heard nothing disparaging about this school of rock um one thing I noticed is behind Zach's drum kit there uh, is oh, yeah. uh, the pompous yes. grass from the, st the original Static Prevails or original Static Prevails or original Clarity album art. I always forget. Um, it's I think that's Clarity. OK. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's fun. I love that those kids got to go there. If you were one of those kids, 484 J.E. Pod, call and let us know. <laughs> um, uh, August 21st, 2011, Jimmy Eat World was at Highland Fest and uh, they posted a picture of rival schools rocking the Highland Fest. So if you can't tell, all of these tweets say the word school mm. in them somewhere. Um, and uh, here's a picture. It's just from side stage of rival schools rocking Highland Fest. Um, 
rival schools. So uh, February 26, 2014, Living Color, C-O-L-O-U-R, and I believe that's a band, yep. school is in session at Forum Melbourne. Uh, and so this looks like another shot of them, not at a festival, but at a show watching Living Color. Living play. Color. Wow. Yep. And uh, Jimmy World uh, sending their praises by saying school is in session. September 6th, 2013, good time rock and roll stocked up just in time for school. Get them while they last. And it's actually a really cool Jimmy Eat World shirt that looks like a like a high school sports uh uh, like a PE t-shirt with like oh, a, yeah. a, wolf, a wolf a wolf mascot type emblem and then it, at the bottom it says good time rock and roll I would 100% wear this shirt so if anybody has it or a lead to it 44jpod jimmypod at gmail.com I'm pretty sure this bit.ly link oh, is yeah. probably dead e- oh yeah Kings Road merch <laughs> somebody from Kings Road merch please repress this shirt because wow that's a cool shirt October 7th of this year, Jim was a guest on Apple Music's After School Radio with Mark Hoppus this week. Tune in here. And I did listen to it. And I need to digitize it so that we can uh, mine it for information oh, yeah. and get sued by Apple for rebroadcasting <laughs> Mark Hoppus' show. Uh, um, uh, so yeah, August 13th of this year, on episode three of my new podcast, Old School Buddy Nate Ruiz, Nate Ruiz Music, and I discussing... Uh, discuss music making now it's funny when this came out i don't think it was a thing yet but since that episode came out nate ruiz became heavily ingrained in the blink 155 nation so much so it's amazing no i was gonna say i i thought i at first i thought it was a joke and then you just see just go ahead and and explain the rest of it but i i don't know why i I kept seeing him show up somehow he and josiah hughes are on like very much clicked on the same like internet irony wavelength and Nate fucking came to play. He responds to tweets to everybody in the nation. It's pretty freaking great. <laughs> and uh he's got a very dry sense of humor, very very fun. Does not come through in the past three frequencies episode, I don't think with how funny and <laughs> endearing he is. Um and so self-aware. What a cool, what a cool dude, Nate Rose says. Uh, March 1st, 2009, retweeting Jean Matique. Good morning. Off to teach Sunday school to my girls. We are rocking Jimmy Eat World in class today. Amen. I'm going to give that tweet a like. That's, that's nice. And that was 2009. So back in the days where you had to write RT. And so they actually wrote out retweeting at Jean Martique. And uh, Jean Martique, this uh, Jean Matique, this says pro photographer, book reader, piano player, life explorer. His name is Reggie McClendon. And uh, yeah, how uh, how nice Reggie McClendon. Uh, March 5th, 2019 is a photo that they're retweeting a photo that Sam Grant uh, posted uh, and Jimmy Eat World is saying, back when Jim was stage right, old school. <laughs> and it's this really old photo. Check it out. And uh, I can't tell if that's Rick on the base. Timeline-wise, I would assume that it has to be, but it just 
doesn't look like Rick. It might be Mitch Porter on base. I don't know if I've ever seen J Pod if you a think. young picture of, of uh, Mitch. Well, it may it makes me yeah. No, that looks like Rick. Because you can see you can see his jawline. Yeah, okay. I, I will. I was gonna say we'd have to look. We'd have to reference that grimace photo. Yeah, from that yearbook, uh, which I could actually pull up because I wanted to search. Um, I wanted to reference Discord today. Oh, I got to log in on my phone. That's man. Why. Look at that, Tom. Um, so Tom is drenched. Or oh yeah, I mean, if you're a lead singer of Jimmy Eat World, you have to be. <laughs> I think he has frosted tips too. Yeah, he does for sure. <laughs> oh, that's such a cool photo. Oh man. It is, right? Like, it's so high-res for as old as it is. I mean, it's grainy, but that's that high ISO, like, pocket uh-huh. cam stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. I wanted to look for this uh, real quick. Yeah, this is Rick here. I'm pulling up the photo of them in Grimace. It's so slow. You know, next week, I will have my M1 MacBook Air. And I'm very excited to see what opening 37 tabs in Chrome. Dude, I don't know how I'm going to keep up with you. (laughs) Yeah, it's not going to be possible. So this is definitely Rick. I thought I thought I thought it was like kind of a different point of view. Um, But anyway, Uh, so, yeah, I guess I don't know, man. I I have I don't remember seeing Rick with that hair, but I guess you're right. The jawline kind of gives it away. Yeah. And his mouth, you know, Rick has a. A certain kind of smile, <laughs> and, and it's hard to tell. But I mean, just looking at it, if you kind of blur your eyes or look quickly at it, he looks more like Rick. The more I look at it, but you're right. Maybe he, <laughs> you know, he's he's had some some uh, varying hairstyles. Jim's, on the other hand, has never changed. But Rick's has been yeah. different. He looks like he's got a little bit of um, like lightning too, not frosted tips like Tom. But so this is interesting, and this applies to this episode or this album, sort of. Old school fans might recognize this location, says Jimmy World, August 14th, 2009. And then they hashtag Macy's, M-A-C-E-Y-S, hashtag Flagstaff, hashtag Static Prevails. Now, I'll have to, let me pull up the Static Prevails album art. So what I sent Justin is a picture of a, a, a green stool with an orange post, like post, and it looks like like a tabletop. Uh, it's not a stool. It's like a bar top outside of like a bar or something. So I'm going to pull up the album art and see exactly. Macy's European Coffee House. Here. Oh, here it is. I think this might be it right here. So there's a photo uh, one of the photos in the liner notes is the band kind of all gathered together and Jim is taking a sip out of, I guess, a coffee mm-hmm. mug. So let me, let me, are you, did you yeah. find it? So it's a, it's okay. a little bakery yeah, uh, in downtown Flagstaff, Arizona. Nice. So there it is. News to me. I guess I'm not an old school fan. Uh, so anyway, that was kind of cool. Okay, uh, September 10th, 2009, Pearl Jam, The Fixer. And then they post a twit.fm link, and then it says, rock drumming at its finest. Take us to school, Mr. Cameron. Um, so I'm guessing Mr. Cameron is the drummer of Pearl Jam. I'm not really familiar with that band. Um, I imagine that every song sounds like... <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> 
<laughs> Boom. That's what every Pearl Jam song sounds like to me. Um, March 28th, 2009. Falcons, Huskies equal pretty cool mascots, but it's not as cool as an artichoke, the mascot at Scottsdale Community College, where I went to school, in parentheses, Zach. So that's a cool tweet, Zach. I think it's very Zach type oh, yeah. tweet. Um, and finally, this one with the most likes, 26 likes, comes uh, April 28th, 2010. Here's a song from our first ever demo tape we recorded in 93. We were seniors in high school. Tom is singing. Now, let me try to open this tiny URL. I'm really interested in hearing what they posted. That seems and like I'm the sure most relevant one. Ah, it goes to a YouTube video. Now, I'm going to send you this link. Maybe sometimes you have uh, good luck in resurrecting old dead links. Is there any way that you can tell what that what that might have gone to? And I can send you the tiny URL to the, uh, the YouTube. Well, one? let's see. All right. Yeah. I mean, the tiny URL is going to take you there, too. Gotcha. But. Video unavailable. OK, well, you know what? I'm on the case with this then. OK, OK. But it's interesting. And, and unfortunately, I mean, in 2010, no one replies to this. I'm going to say, <laughs> well, what song was it? Oh, Macy's. And it was a typo because it's just M-A-C-Y-S. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm replying to the tweet. Tweet sent. Only ten and a half years later. <laughs> <laughs> There's some, uh, somewhere somebody's getting a ding that uh, that you. Yeah, Zach. Yeah, yeah. Zach's sitting at home like, what? what? Ten, what ten years ago? And speaking of Zach, I also pulled up all of Zach's Twitter feed where he mentioned school. Oh man, it's actually like way too much. Yeah, <laughs> it's way too much. Why is Zach talking about school so much? Uh, how about I read the let the latest ten tweets where Zach mentioned school? Um, I love when the Toros beat some new school suburb team that didn't exist in '94. He says on my birthday, October 23rd this year, October 20th. He's always tweeting about school. We obviously need better schools so we don't end up with all these dumb adults like yourself who can't tell the difference between a person and a business. Face palm emoji. This is great. <laughs> Uh, Zach talks about school too much. Let's look at uh, posts with photos. Zach posted March 15th this year. Tour canceled. School's canceled. Can't leave the house. <laughs> Why not, right? And he's just laying on the couch with a pup in his lap. Oh, I remember that That pup tweet. is huge yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, let's see. March 22nd, 2018. Found my old school mead binder with my baseball, baseball card collection. Hashtag cleaning out the garage. Now, this is the content I came here for. I'm going to send you a uh, link to this photo here. Yeah, he seems like the guy that would use uh, the old school term. Yeah. So I think that's what's going to, you're going to pull a few of those. Old school. Look at that. So good. Uh, And if I search for, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, his top tweet is uh, from December 11th, 2010. Listen to these guys on the bus to my high school baseball games. Now we get to play after them. And he posted a TwitPic link. Let's see who it is. It's Bad Religion. Oh, yeah. An absolutely potato quality photo of a Bad Religion concert. <laughs> um, oh, that's pretty cool. I love seeing Zach talk about punk bands. 
Uh, I'll read this last one. September 4th, 2009. Got an email from our daughter's school that they aren't showing Obama's address. So relieved. Don't like... Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm not going to read the end of that, but he's being very facetious. He's very funny. And uh, uh, I think he did not like that they were not showing it at his uh, daughter's school. Living in Arizona, I guess it doesn't surprise yeah. me. So, yeah, man. Uh, those are... I thought I would read some sports tweets from the band. Had no idea Zach had <laughs> tweeted about school so much. Well, I, I also wanted to look up, you know, without going too deep into it, how many songs... The top, the, not just any song, but just which are the top songs with school, either in the title or the theme, that are that are in the rock category. Okay. So I want to ask you if you can guess the number one. I'll go down from 10 to uh, to number two, and I want to see if you can get that last one. Um, but number one has got to be, you want me to guess? Not yet. I'll go down it just so I can eliminate oh, some oh, that okay. you might, maybe you thought that, uh, like, you know, you wipe your brow and go, wow, I'm glad I didn't guess that one. Oh, good call. So, yeah. Well, thank you for saving me from the embarrassment. <laughs> but you could have also, I don't know. I'll, let's just read this. And <laughs> You could have taken it all. Let's see. So number 10, Rock and Roll High School, The Ramones. Classic. Okay. Uh, Nirvana yeah. School. I've never heard, um, I didn't listen to Bleach, so I didn't, I, I can't think of what that song sounds like. No. Uh, number eight, Me and Julio Down by the Schoolyard. Very fun Paul Simon Love song. Love that song, yeah. And... Funny that you mentioned this, like do 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 do. Uh, number seven is Jeremy by Pearl Jam. Oh, okay, is that Jeremy? Mm, yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay, Jeremy's like the long view of yeah. Pearl Jam songs. <laughs> then there's uh, the Police Don't Stand So Close to Me at number six. Jay Giles Band with Centerfold. It's a good track. Uh, Motley Crue with Smoking in the Boys Room. Okay. Uh, number three, uh, Van Halen, Hot for Teacher. Uh, that had a very special place in our wedding playlist. Uh, number two, Pink Floyd's <laughs> Another Brick That's in so the Wall. Good. And I want to see if you can guess number yep. one. It's Alice yeah, Cooper, baby. You, did, you knew it. You knew that before I even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Classic, man. Gutter cat. You know the first time I heard that song? Hmm. When's that? The first time I remember hearing that song anyway was when I watched the movie Scream. Um, it's so appropriately used when the school, uh, the town goes, uh, Woodsboro goes, uh, into lockdown and the school's closed. And, uh, then, uh, I think it's act right after, um, principal Hembry, uh, played by the Fonz. Uh, he's at school. Is it right? It might be. Yeah, I think this makes sense. Oh, man. Maybe I'm misremembering 44 J pod. Um, <laughs> I think it's right when Principal Hembry gets killed in his office and there's a big music swell. And right on the cut, they start they even start the drums rolling right into the edit. And then right on the edit, you hear <laughs> school's out. And then it pulls out from the window and you see a radio up in Sydney's window and she and Tatum are hanging out <laughs> like they're um, next. on the porch. Ooh. Yeah, so I, I I'm pretty sure that's the the principal Hembry scene is what goes into that scene. Anyway, that's the first time I remember hearing. <laughs> when what a way to experience that too. Well edited, placed in there. Yeah, man. <laughs> so there you have it. The top ten uh, school songs. So sports schools. I love that. Yeah. Oh, and that was according to UltimateClassicRock.com. Just to give them a little. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That, that that list makes a lot more right. sense now. Um, 
And then uh, I don't really have anything else beyond community. Yeah. They're, um, yeah, same here. So a uh, heap of games on Reddit, which we've mentioned, he had posted about that Jimmy Eat World convention. And he had school right before seasonal in the encore. Uh, and seasonal, as we remember, is what he had the encore closing uh, out yeah. with. Um, so uh, really hitting all those uh, deep, deep cuts for this very stressful <laughs> uh, to think about um, uh, uh, weekend convention. Um, Adam Heap is all heap all the time, baby. Uh, Adam Heap on Facebook created the Ultimate Tom-led album, which also included Seasonal. Uh, so, or not seasonal, Satanica. And we were confused about why Satanica was included. So we brought up this list earlier, but he's got, um, uh, where was it? School in there, right? Smacked up in the middle between 77 satellites and blister. Um, so yeah, he just created the ultimate Tom led album, which I'd be all over Adam heap. Yeah. Right. You're sure they're not related. Um, I guess I don't know yeah, for right. sure. We'll find that out. Thomas or Adam? Yeah. 484 JE Pod. <laughs> um, even for our international listeners, you just enter it in Skype and it'll call. Um, Adam Heap again, he had posted about that test pressing, if you remember, where he posted his like vinyl collection yeah. of uh, Static Prevails memorabilia. And uh, somebody had asked uh if he had a test pressing and he's like not sure exactly i don't think it's official it has aesthetic prevails unused tracks like school and seasonal so he was the one that had it pressed to vinyl so i looked into it we had looked into it during the seasonal episode and couldn't find any information about this vinyl i found this insanely shady website <laughs> uh music um um, Denmark was it Denmark yeah. is that what we did yeah yeah um where it ha- it lists this test pressing I think you had showed me this because this has the Jimmy Eat World like um sp- like baseball jersey yeah, looking yeah, font exactly very baseball uh is this where you had found this yep or am I, I am they I might it might have been a variation of this you know they're just cookie cutter sites and they'll just change the, the yeah. URL I think it was very, it was the four images yeah so they they have here that it was this is Japanese pressing, which I think we had talked about. So someone in Japan made this uh, made this thing, but it also includes songs one through seven are the first demo, and then songs eight through sixteen are the Static Prevails demos. Mm-hmm. So this does include Ugly Kid <laughs> as track three on the A side, and uh, it's got School as track four on the B side. Sarah Miles says, hey, guys, the other day someone mentioned that the fun stuff Jimmy Eat World might be working on. This was June 21st of this year. So they were talking about fun stuff they had in in the pipeline for uh, lockdown things without there seem to be very close on actually now. Um, anyway, uh, they said could be released re-releasing a B-side slash rarities album. Can you guys name all the songs that you can think of that are on YouTube that might be on this album? I'm trying to make a playlist. I'll start. Roller Queen. And Thomas Nepshield says, School and Untitled Seasonal are bops. Worth a good listen. So, uh, I just like seeing people understand that the song exists. Yeah, a lot more (laughs) than I thought would be commenting. 
just because yeah. they're unreleased. And then fine, you know, not easy to find. Yeah, totally. Exactly. Uh, finally, Kristen RML Rimmel uh, on Facebook had asked about. Uh, oh, uh, somebody had asked, "Hey, uh, I think it was this guy, Frank Dorico." Uh, are there any B-sides that I don't have? And this is where Satanica had come up when we mentioned on the Satanica episodes. Like, somebody proved that I don't have every Jimmy Eat World song ever recorded. And Kristen Rummel says, uh, the demo of School is from the Clarity demos. And Frank DeRico says, I've got that, but it's in the static demo for me, at least for me. So that's what he says. And uh, as far as I can tell, he's correct. I couldn't find anything about it being on a Clarity demo. Um, and that's what I have for community. What do you have for community? I just have one mention of, uh, oh. and I think we even read this line or this paragraph. I'll just make sure I found it here. Yeah, I got a couple of links. So one was from Atera, Atera, oh man, Ateramp IW. I, I, I don't even know. This doesn't even make a word. It's some <laughs> user, Atera. Aterial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I think it's the, the last sentence of the line that we, we brought up when we were talking about seasonal. For Static Prevails, there's an alternate version of Call It In The Air, basically a different song. There's also a song called Untitled Seasonal. There is a Tom song called School 2. And I probably read that when, I, when either you or me read that, and that it didn't trigger anything. Because, I, I, again, I, I didn't expect School to be a title of a song that Jimmy World put together. Uh, yeah. But we did read that. It, it showed me that I was I had visited this link, and the, the person Futures two thousand four was just asking a complete B sides list. Though it's yeah. good to have these, so these are all you know for reference. People now know that school. It's just harder to find them. They should all, they should link to Steve's rare music. You know, whenever you have a chance. Yeah, totally. Um, let's see. Uh, actually remembered that there were a couple other community things I wanted to bring up and that was from the discord and, um, searching on the discord is not easy. Interesting. <laughs> it's not cause it gives you this one like endless scroll of stuff and you have to like find the thing you're looking for, especially with a word like school. It's just gonna show so many results that are just not what you're looking for. <laughs> Um, like I used to sell candy at school. I got with school. It seems uh, here's a laptop I got with school. Um, so <laughs> I do mention uh, on the discord, June 25th, 2020, my seasonal is called untitled in parentheses seasonal. And my school has no artwork attached. Very unlike me. Uh, so I think we were talking about the, uh, test pressing oh and here's futures past this is what i was responding to i guess he says yeah it makes me sad that an album like static prevails probably won't be made again i imagine there isn't anything in the vault from that era of uh for a future release aside from school and seasonal both unconfirmed titles from the demos either um i didn't see anything that said where people were speculating but also the forums the old school forums are down and that's probably where people would have been talking Mm -hmm. about a song like this um and then uh, this is what inspired us to fit this episode into this spot. Uh, just yesterday, um, Futures Past says, listening to the seasonal episode, School is a rad tune. I hope both of these songs have a completed version in a vault somewhere ready to surprise us with an unreleased song collection album or something similar. Uh, and I concur. 
Wouldn't it would be, be wild cool. if they did that instead of the B-sides for surviving? They just did a bunch of reissued um, old tracks. Yeah, people talk about the B-sides to surviving like that's going to happen. And I'm just <laughs> they not have had. There's that already. one song. <laughs> yeah, there's that one song that the uh, the mixer had when he did his like YouTube video and he played a bunch of it, actually. Um, but outside of that, I just, I'm, I'm just not counting on a bunch of B-sides coming out. Yeah. Are you? 484J pod. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing it, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I feel like I, I feel like I've been, la- I've been slacking. I know, right? We haven't been getting I, like calls, we haven't, so. I, have, I haven't said 484J pod in at least three or four episodes. Yeah, totally. Um, and uh, so, yeah. Um, I only have a couple more things uh, before we wrap up this episode and head into our Patreon. Lane. Hit me. Um, I had not found any covers. But I did find something called Cecil C. Humphreys School of Law, Track 5, Jimmy Eat World. So it's Jimmy Eat World. It's school. I don't know what it is. So I'm going to hit po- paste it here into watch together. All right. And we can listen together and see what is this. We're probably indoctrinating people right now. I think I've been unlocked, David. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what you need to do now is get text-to-speech to read us the p- numbers of pi. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like when you get a guitar, uh, you plug in an uh, electric guitar, and you just start hammering on the frets, and you're like, look, I sound like a computer. 3.1415. <laughs> Sorry. 3.1415. That's all it reads. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. It's, it sounds like um, when I leave my keyboard on and the kids walk in here. <laughs> Is it ascending? I'm interested in what it's going to do right now. There's a big drop here. This feels like... This... Ooh. This feels like... Um, and are you afraid of the dark episode? Uh, like the score of an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode, where like uh, the th- the thing that the kids have been playing inside was a spaceship the whole time, and they just discovered it. <laughs> you remember that episode when the kids they live in like a an apartment building, and they used to go up to like the thirteenth floor uh, to play like hockey, and then all of a sudden it gets rented out to a toy company, and like within a day they've completely like retrofitted this like abandoned loft space and turned it into a huge toy company in the middle of their apartment building, and it turns out that they're aliens who have come back for spoiler alert for those who haven't seen this episode <laughs> of Are You Afraid of the Dark? They've come back for their daughter that they left 15 years prior or something like that, and they've come to pick her up. And, uh, and, and was she uh, one of the friends? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like two friends. I think it was a brother and sister, maybe. And like she was maybe adopted or something. I don't remember how it worked out. I don't remember that episode. I mean, if I, if we started watching it together, I'd probably go, oh, yeah, I do recall this one. But off the top of my head now. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, yeah, this is weird. Uh I'm I'm pretty sure like, um, my ears are bleeding a little bit, maybe. (laughs) Um, indoctrinated the uh, yeah and, and cecil c humphrey school of law is a real thing what is that uh it's uh it's a school of law in memphis tennessee uh and it formed in 1962 it's open 24 hours which means you can access their courses online they'll take your money right 
Yeah, that's it. Wow. And they have a small enrollment. And finally, I've, I, that's mm-hmm. it. Um, I've just sent you a link of something I've created and not listened to it all by myself. <laughs> um, and uh, it should have just come through, I guess. All right. Well, then let's listen to this. This is called Jimmy World Theme Song. Jimmy World? Jimmy World Theme Song. Ah, uh, there I we go. It to you. Rave DJ. Yeah. <laughs> It, it kind of this is not working. Are you sure? It's school with more more saxophone. Yeah. I tried something. You did. I, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad uh, Rave DJ worked for you. So did they figure yeah. their their stuff out on their end? Then I imagine. I guess, but the uh, like, I mean, unless Henry Mancini is like, uh, his estate is really <laughs> litigious. Um, I'm pretty sure Jimmy World's not going after copies of School on YouTube. <laughs> True. Uh, so, Justin, what are your final thoughts on the song School from the Static Prevails demo? Well, I'm glad I got to listen to it. I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, very rocking track. Uh, my, my one wish is that it was uh, redone in higher quality. What about you, man? Yeah, I think th- this is definitely a song I will come back to often. I don't, if I ever spun it, I never paid attention. And the nice thing about this is we dedicate a whole episode to each song. And so we live with that song for a while. And uh, this was a good one, a good diamond in the rough, if you will. It's very much my brand. And I love that outro so much. It's so good. And the acoustic guitars going into the hard hitting guitars is just like, so chef's kiss. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So yeah, that's, that's uh, my take. And now we'll head over into Patreon land where you can join us. Patreon.com slash Jimmy eat pod. Uh, to hear us uh, start to wrap up our fall album showcase showdown. Yeah, <laughs> um, the showcase showdown. Uh, uh, thing. And a- actually, uh, when we're recording this, I forgot to post the Futures one today, so <laughs> I'll cue that up for uh, for tomorrow. Uh, it's been so crazy at work, man. It's just been so insane. Well, um, I-, I guess that could be looked so. at as a good thing, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess uh, with the, all the COVID numbers and everything <laughs> going up, I just hope that everybody continues to be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes! <laughs>